Welcome to Healthy vs. Toxic, the podcast where licensed mental health professionals explore what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy or even abusive, all from a scientifically informed perspective. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. Today's question asks if I can describe the typical personality profile of the internet troll. So this would be the typical profile, and any particular person who engages in internet trolling behavior wouldn't necessarily have the different characteristics I'm going to describe in this video. So what is internet trolling? Well, this is a deliberate attempt to create conflict and distress by communicating inflammatory, provocative, and menacing comments to victims. So an internet troll is someone who is generally recognized as being antisocial and malicious. And we know this behavior is actually quite common. One third of the millennial generation has engaged at one point in time in internet trolling. So we see it's increasing in terms of prevalence. Some people view internet trolling as kind of an innocent behavior, that some people are just having fun online at the expense of others. It's not nice, but not necessarily destructive. But evidence actually indicates that it causes significant harm and distress to the victims, but also to the perpetrators. So it's really not good for anybody. We see that victims report increases in suicidal ideation and self-harming behaviors. We also see that exposure to internet trolling can cause an increase in the probability of somebody engaging in internet trolling themselves. So trolling behavior tends to lead to more trolling behavior. So it seems to cause more of itself. And this is a problem. It's destructive and it tends to grow. It tends to expand when it's utilized as a behavior. So why do people become internet trolls? Well, there are a lot of different theories about this. We see some theories about anonymity, right? So people can keep their identity secret on the internet, and this leads to individuation. And the theory is this is what leads to internet trolling. But this theory doesn't really explain everything. A better explanation is actually found in personality theory. And there have been a few personality characteristics that have been strongly associated with internet trolling. One personality characteristic would be primary psychopathy. This is different than secondary psychopathy. I'll talk about the differences in a moment. And another characteristic we see associated with internet trolling is sadism. And sadism can be divided into direct or vicarious, and I'll talk about that as well a little later on in the video. So psychopathy and sadism both predict internet trolling behavior. Now, particularly important in psychopathy is the idea of a lack of empathy, specifically affective empathy. I'll talk about that in a moment as well. So let's take a look at primary versus secondary psychopathy. So we know, again, internet trolling is associated with primary, but not secondary psychopathy. So primary psychopathy is characterized by traits like being callous, manipulative, being a pathological liar, which of course is very easy on the internet, lacking in remorse, empathy, and guilt. So those are characteristics we see with primary. With secondary psychopathy, we see somebody who's impulsive, irresponsible, neurotic, emotionally reactive. They tend to engage in criminal behaviors and they're sensation seeking. So these characteristics, again, are not associated with internet trolling. 
which is interesting because it would seem that sensation-seeking would be. So this particular characteristic of secondary psychopathy doesn't really seem to fit when we talk about internet trolling. But either way, as a construct in general, secondary psychopathy doesn't have that association with internet trolling. And we know that secondary psychopathy is associated with antisocial personality disorder. So it would seem that internet trolls maybe aren't diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder as much as we would think, or diagnosable as much as we would think. Which, of course, is interesting because we know that internet trolling behavior, again, is considered to be antisocial. So I mentioned before the lack of empathy plays a part in internet trolling as well. We know that trait psychopathy is associated with a deficit in affective empathy. That is the ability to share another person's emotional experience, what I would call sympathy. But it's not associated with a deficit in cognitive empathy. And this is the ability to understand how someone else feels. So with psychopathy, cognitive empathy, again, is intact, and affective empathy is not intact. Hi there. I'm Heather Drago. And I'm Sarah Saunders. We host the podcast, That's a Hard No, about saying no and setting boundaries. So you can become that true and empowered you that this world needs. Saying no isn't just okay. It's the key to living an authentic, fulfilling life. I'm a licensed professional clinical counselor. So while this podcast is in no way a replacement for one-on-one therapy, I suppose I know what I'm talking about. I'd say so. We talk about learning to say no and set healthy boundaries and how it impacts mental health, physical health, relationships, parenthood, and more. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and visit our website, hardnopodcast.com. We're here to help you find your no and say it unapologetically. That's a hard no. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Now, what's interesting here, of course, is that internet trolling has this association with affective empathy, meaning if affective empathy is lower, the probability of internet trolling is higher. It also has an association with cognitive empathy. As cognitive empathy increases, we see an increase in internet trolling behavior, but only when psychopathy increases as well. So this is an important distinction. So in general, cognitive empathy does not have an association with internet trolling unless trait psychopathy has also been increasing. So it's kind of interesting how affective and cognitive empathy relate to internet trolling, especially the part there with psychopathy. So what does this all mean? It means that internet trolls can predict what will cause distress in people, but not be able to share in the emotional experience that they're causing. So 
again, kind of an interesting relationship here. So what about sadism? Now, sadism, of course, is associated with internet trolling. I mentioned that before, but we have direct sadism and vicarious sadism. So at direct sadism, this is when somebody enjoys directly hurting or humiliating other people. And vicarious sadism is when the enjoyment is derived from watching other people being hurt or humiliated. Both types of sadism are positive predictors for internet trolling behaviors. The internet troll enjoys both directly hurting people and watching others be hurt. Now the enjoyment that internet trolls experience, again, is associated with psychopathy and sadism, but it's also associated with narcissism, but not both types of narcissism. And I'll talk about that in a moment. And it's associated with Machiavellianism. So if we look at psychopathy, narcissism, and Machiavellianism together, of course, that gives us the dark triad or the dark personality. So I mentioned that narcissism has two types. And again, only one type has an association with that enjoyment of internet trolling. And that's the grandiose type. Vulnerable narcissism does not have an association with internet trolling. Now, this may seem a little surprising because we know vulnerable narcissism is destructive. Well, let's look at the characteristics of vulnerable narcissism really quickly, and I think this will make sense. We see that it's characterized by being resentful, having internalized anger, not trusting other people, being insecure, having shame, being hypersensitive to criticism, being introverted, defensive, avoidant, anxious, and depressed, as well as being socially awkward, shy, and pessimistic. So if we look at these different characteristics, it does kind of make sense that it would have a negative association with internet trolling. The anger is internalized. So somebody who has vulnerable narcissism isn't usually going to go out and be angry and aggressive with other people. They feel insecurity and they tend to be introverted. So it makes sense that they're not going to reach out and cause trouble with other people on the internet. They're hypersensitive to criticism. So if they put something out there and somebody defends themselves, they're not going to like that defense. They're not going to like that criticism being directed toward them. And of course, we also see the socially awkward and shy component. So again, just characteristics that don't seem consistent with somebody wanting to get involved with internet trolling. So the internet troll is not insecure. They're not reacting aggressively to ego threats, like some people have said, but rather their self-worth is intact and they don't need the recognition of other people. So that covers personality factors. Are there any other non-personality factors that would predict internet trolling? Well, interestingly, there are. The motivation to cause social mayhem, what we call negative social potency, is strongly associated with internet trolling. Now, in terms of gender, we see a lot of studies that say more men are involved in internet trolling than women, but this has been disputed by some other research. So it may be closer to 50-50. But we need more research on this. We really don't know about the gender makeup with internet trolling quite yet. So the bottom line with internet trolling, we see psychopathy, sadism, grandiose narcissism, and Machiavellianism. Another important point would be the internet troll enjoys the behavior, right? So this is a person who enjoys what they're doing. And this reminds me of a quote from a movie that I rather liked called The Dark Knight. It had Christian Bale and Michael Caine. 
And Michael Caine played a character named Alfred. This is somebody who helped Batman, of course, the main character in the movie. And we see this quote delivered from Alfred to Batman. Some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Now, this is a little dramatic, of course, when talking about internet trolling, but I think there's a parallel here between this quote and internet trolls. What they want is really enjoyment. Again, they can't be reasoned with. They don't want money. Actually, being an internet troll is being somebody who's wasting their own time, right? It's not a good use of time. They just do it purely for enjoyment. It doesn't serve any other practical purpose. So again, some men just want to watch the world burn. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Ars Longa Media. The producers for this show are Christopher Brightigan and Madison Linden. The executive producer is Dr. Patrick Beeman. For more content, please visit our website at arslanga.media. To leave feedback or suggestions, send an email to info at arslanga.media. To find more content from Dr. Grande, including a link to his YouTube channel and his other Ars Longa podcasts, visit our website at arslanga.media. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as medical or mental health advice. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. Hi, I'm Matt Harris. Seton Tucker and I host the podcast Impact of Influence, which for two years covered in depth Alec Murdoch, who was eventually convicted in 2023 of murdering his wife, Maggie, and son, Paul. That story continues to evolve, and we will cover that. Plus, we will tell you stories of other true crime events that have happened in the South. Please join us on Impact of Influence. And give us a follow on the Impact of Influence Facebook page.